Welcome to Hamburgers and Hot Rods, the podcast featuring Southern California's classic car community and its food scene. Let's get started now. Hi everyone, I'm Jim Karras. Welcome to the second episode of the show. The title of today's episode is Bob's Big Boy, Southern California's iconic drive-in restaurant. In this episode, we will share the history and some memories of this very special homegrown restaurant chain and its unique history, including its roots to the automobile-centric growth of the Southland. With a year-round climate of sunshine and moderate temperatures, Southern California has long been a mecca for the car culture scene. With little to no inclement weather, we can drive our cars in all four seasons. With the accessibility of automobiles to the widespread general public by the late 1930s, the car culture boomed. Average middle-class families had at least one car as the cost became more attainable. It was a common sight to see the whole family taking a leisurely drive on a Sunday afternoon. Here in Southern California, people were in their cars day and night, all throughout the year. Spending so much time in our automobiles since the early days, it's only natural to want to enjoy a meal from the comfort of our cars. Drive-in restaurants have made that very easy to do and have been a part of our daily lives since the early 1920s. One of the most iconic Southern California drive-ins is Bob's Big Boy. Since their opening in 1936, Bob's has been a part of the car culture and food scene from the very beginning. Here's a little history about this homegrown restaurant chain. In 1936, Bob Wyan, a local Californian from Glendale, quit his job and sold his 1933 DeSoto Roadster for $300 to put a down payment on a 10-stool hamburger stand in Glendale called The Pantry. He borrowed $50 from his father for meat and supplies and reopened as Bob's Pantry. Six months after the opening, he created a special double-deck hamburger as a joke for regulars of his stand who wanted something special. He sliced a hamburger bun into thirds and added two beef patties to give it a leaning tower effect. Demand for the burger soared and he came up with the snappy name of Big Boy. The hamburger gave Bob the new name for his hamburger stand. The Big Boy hamburger inspired and was the model for other double-deck hamburgers. This includes McDonald's Big Mac, Burger Chef's Big Chef, and Burger King's Big King. In the beginning, the name of his restaurants had many names, including Bob's, Bob's Drive-In, Bob's Home of the Big Boy Hamburger, and eventually became known simply as Bob's Big Boy. In 1938, Bob opened a second location in Burbank and started drive-in car hop service at both locations. By the early 1940s, Bob had four locations, but sadly, during the height of World War II, he had to close one of those restaurants due to shortages in both meat and manpower. In the late 1940s, Bob licensed two operators in the East to sell his Big Boy hamburgers, Frisch's Big Boy in Cincinnati and Eaton Park Big Boy in Pittsburgh. This allowed Wyan to procure and maintain a national trademark. Growth of the restaurant boomed in the 50s and 60s with a total of 31 restaurants throughout California and Arizona owned by Wyan and employee franchisees by 1966. In 1967, Big Boy was sold to the Marriott Corporation. 
The sale included the trademark and YN's 22 company-owned Big Boys. In addition to the Big Boy name, the Big Boy concept, menu, and mascot were originally licensed to a wide number of regional franchise holders. Throughout the 1950s and 60s, the emphasis changed from that of drive-in to a coffee shop and family restaurant model. New franchisees without existing restaurants bought into the concept and a larger standard menu was adopted. By the mid-1960s, Bob's Big Boy and other drive-ins could not compete with the fast food and drive through model. Big Boy built its last drive-in in 1964, and by 1976, only five of the chain's 930 restaurants offered curb service. In the late 1960s and 70s, the chain opened Big Boy Junior stores that were designed as fast food operations with limited menus. These were sometimes called drive-ins, but did not have car hop service. One of the most iconic things about Big Boy is the mascot, a chubby boy in red and white checkered overalls holding a Big Boy double-decker burger. The inspiration for the Big Boy name and mascot was Richard Woodruff of Glendale, California. When he was six years old, Woodruff walked into Bob's pantry in 1937 as Wyan was attempting to name his new hamburger. Wyan said, hello, big boy, and the name stuck. Warner Brothers animator Ben Washam sketched a Woodruff caricature that became the character seen on the company trademark. In 1951, Wyan's original franchisee, Dave Frisch, developed a slightly different character. His big boy was thinner, wore a cap and saddle shoes, had reddish to blonde hair, and was shown in a running pose. This became known as the East Coast Big Boy and was copyrighted by Frisch's and used for statues and comic books by them and their sub-franchises. In 1955, Wyan hired Manfred Bernhard to create a new mascot design. He did not care for Washam's design and created the more modern and easily recognizable Big Boy. This design was known as the West Coast Big Boy and was made into fiberglass statutes, standard menu schemes, and building design and a comic book for children. In the late 1960s, both the East Coast and West Coast design were redrawn to appear similar in incorporating the checkered overalls, pompadour, hamburger, and running pose. With closures and separations of the restaurant, many of the statues have come into private ownership, sometimes sold through eBay. Smaller versions are sold as coin banks and bobbleheads. The statues were also popular among high school students and sometimes were sold and carried out onto football fields throughout many schools across Southern California. At the chain's peak in 1989, there were over 240 Bob's locations throughout the United States. By August 2019, only five locations remain. All are in Southern California. Those five locations are in Burbank, Calamesa, Downey, Norco, and Northridge. The current owner of the national chain, based in Warren, Michigan, operates additional big boy restaurants in several states throughout the east. Frisch's Big Boy continues to operate its restaurants in Ohio and a few other surrounding states under its license. The Bob's Big Boy restaurant located at 4211 Riverside Drive in Burbank is the oldest remaining Bob's in the United States. It was known as Bob's Number no. 6. It was built in 1949, and the architectural style is often referred to as a googie architecture, which originated here in Southern California 
and incorporates a curving windowed facade, expansive roof overhangs, cantilevered roofs, and tall display signs. The Bob sign is an integral part of the design and its most prominent feature. The Burbank location was designated a California Point of Historical Interest in 1993. This location was designed as a drive-in and now operates a drive-through window. In 1993, the tower sign was renovated, the dining room updated, and an outdoor dining area was also added. Carhop service was reintroduced on weekends, and a weekly classic car show is hosted in the parking lot on Friday nights. Bob's Big Boy Broiler in Downey was once known as Johnny's Broiler. This location, also in the Googie style of architecture, was partially demolished at one point, but was rebuilt based on the original floor plan. They feature car hop service, a drive-through, and original neon sign. In 2009, it was reopened with the Bob's Big Boy name. At the Narco location, there is one feature that is slightly different than at any other Big Boy restaurant found anywhere. The planning commission in the city of Norco, also known as Horsetown, USA, was concerned that the mascot statue of Big Boy was not Western enough. To accommodate the commission, the mascot now sports a cowboy hat and boots. During my childhood, our family often went to Bob's Big Boy to eat. I remember the store that used to be in Eastland Center in Covina and the store in West Covina. Later, in my teen years, we frequented the corporate store on Valley Boulevard, east of Hacienda Boulevard, adjacent to the Bob's Commissary. We were also regularly ate at the store in Diamond Bar on Golden Springs Drive. In the early 1970s, we were eager to try out Bob's Big Boy Jr. in Covina, located at Azusa Avenue at Arrow Highway, and the Bob's Big Boy Jr. store located inside the Pointy Hills Mall in the City of Industry. Bob's served so many great family-friendly dishes. The Big Boy Combo, Chili Spaghetti, and Pappy Parker's Fried Chicken Dinner were all favorites of our family for dinner. For breakfast, the French toast was so good. I remember Bob's Big Boy on Whittier Boulevard when I was a young boy, but by the time I started driving, they no longer offered car hop service at that store. While cruising was still in with the teenage crowd during the late 1970s, when I spent many Friday and Saturday nights cruising in Whittier, the Whittier Boulevard scene shifted, and Scotty's Hamburgers became the hangout for my circle of friends. In later years as an adult, after I migrated to Orange County, I continued to frequent Bob's Big Boy for lunch and dinner with both friends and work associates. The stores I patronized the most were both Santa Ana locations, the Irvine store on Irvine Center Drive in Culver, and the Garden Grove store located on Harbor Boulevard south of Chapman Avenue. And for a short time, the retro store that opened at the Stadium Promenade in Orange, which has since closed. Today, we visit each of the five remaining locations whenever we are near one of them at mealtime. We try to visit the Norco store a couple of times a year. I've also patronized big boy restaurants in Michigan and shown these big boy restaurants in the south while on road trips. Bob's continues to be more than just another family restaurant chain. Even today, it still puts a smile on my face when I step inside one of the friendly restaurants with the welcoming big boy statue greeting its guest. Here's Sabrina with the upcoming car events around Southern California. 
Now it's time for our reoccurring segment highlighting some of the upcoming car events around Southern California for the weekend of January 17th through the 19th, courtesy of SoCalCarCulture.com. On Friday, January 17th, we have just a few. First one is Buena Park. They're having their classic car Fridays at the Elks Lodge, which is at 7212 Melrose Street from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. In Burbank, at the Bob's Big Boy at 4211 West Riverside Drive, they're having their annual drive-in from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. And also in Burbank, the Valley Cruise Night at Foster's Freeze at 201 South Glen Oaks Boulevard, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. In Garden Grove, it's their weekly Friday night car show at 12891 Historic Main Street from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. In North Hollywood is the Rollin' Heaps Friday Night Roll-In at 6065 Lancashire Boulevard from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And in Northridge at the other Bob's Big Boy at 8876 Corbin Ave from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. On Saturday, January 18th, there's quite a few things going on. In Buena Park, it's the 12th annual Jeff's Fun Run, which starts at 6211 Beach Boulevard and leaves at 8 a.m. in the morning. In Carlsbad is the Seabad Cars, which is at 7130 Avenida Encinas from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. In Corona is Cars and Coffee Corona at the Celine headquarters at 2755 Wardlow Road from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. In Dana Point, the Monarch Bay Plaza at Crown Valley and PCH is hosting their cruise in from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. In Gardena, they're having their classic cruisers car show at Farmer Boys at 641 West Redondo Beach Boulevard from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. In Garden Grove, meet at the DK's Donuts at 9971 Chapman Ave at Brookhurst from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. In Grand Terrace, Cars and Coffee is meeting at 22365 Barton Road from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Huntington Beach, the weekly donut derelicts at Magnolia and Adams from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. In La Cunada, Early Rodders meets at the United Artists Theater, 1919 Verdugo Boulevard from 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. In Long Beach, Spring Street Parking Lot Parade, 6522 East Spring Street from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. In Newbury Park, Conejo Valley Cars and Coffee, which is located at 2700 Teller Road, from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. In Placentia, it's the Donuts and Dipsticks at 2001 East Orange Thorpe Ave, from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. In Rancho Santa Fe, they're having Cars and Coffee at 5978 Paseo Delicias, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. In San Clemente, it's the South Orange County Cars and Coffee, which is at the outlets at San Clemente in their southwest corner from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. In Torrance is the Caffeine Cruisers, Artesia and Hawthorne Boulevard from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. In Tustin, it's Porsches and Pastries at Enderley Center, 14081 Yorba Street from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And in Valencia, Coffee and Cars at 23222 Valencia Boulevard from 7 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. And then rounding it up on Sunday, January 19th, we have just a few. First one, Chino Hills, Cars and Coffee Chino Hills at the Donut Star at 4195 Chino Hills Parkway from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. In Fullerton, DKK's Air Cooled Carbs and Coffee 
at 125 West Santa Fe Ave from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. In Huntington Beach, Cars and Coffee at Pacific City at 21010 Pacific Coast Highway from 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. In Lakewood, Hot Cakes and Hot Rods at Glory Day Sports Grill, which is located at 4132 Woodruff from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. In Malibu, Wheels and Waves Malibu at the Malibu Country Mart at 3835 Cross Creek Road, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. In Newport Beach, Balboa Car Show at the Fun Zone, 607 East Balboa Boulevard from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Northridge has Classic Cars and Coffee at the Western Bagel at 19500 Plummer Street at 6 a.m. Pomona is the big Pomona Swap Eaton Classic Car Show at the Fairplex, and that is all day, starting early in the morning. Seal Beach has the Hot Rods at the Beach at the Glory Days Seaside Grill at 620 Pacific Coast Highway from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. In Whittier, the Whittier Hills Cars and Coffee at the Whitwood Town Center, 15742 Whittier Boulevard, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. And lastly, we have the Woodland Hills Supercar Sunday, which is at the Pierce College at 6201 Winnetka Ave from 7 to 10 a.m. And that is what's happening around Southern California in the car scene during the weekend of January 17th to 19th. Be sure to visit SoCalCarCulture.com to check out the latest information and updates on car-related events happening throughout Southern California. The popularity of drive-in restaurants soared in the early part of the 20th century in many areas around the country. Southern California was no exception and offered plenty of options for motorists to wet their whistles at several of these emerging concepts. By the early 1920s, Los Angeles was bustling with automobiles driving throughout the streets of the city. The city had many dining establishments as a result of the prosperous times of the period. There was one local restaurant chain that focused on satisfying the city's growing motoring public. Join us for our next episode when we will explore an early drive-in restaurant located in downtown Los Angeles, Carpenter's Sandwiches. We will tell the story of this early pioneering local restaurant chain focused on the emergence of the automobile and its impact on the early changing trends of the restaurant's customer base. That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed your time with us today. You can visit us online at hamburgersandhotrods.com where you can check out our show notes, listen to our complete show library, as well as checking out all of the various platforms where our show can be heard. Until next time, thanks for listening. We'll see you then.